we start adapting to how to make ill-fitting things work instead of just dropping it and being like, why don't you just go to the store and get the clothes that fit you? You don't have to do this anymore. Yes, maybe you had to at 7, maybe you had to at 12, maybe you had to at 17, but at this point, you are on your own, you're an adult, you're making your own decisions, you are fully capable and involved in directing your life. Stop doing the old things just because you've been doing the old things. It's time for you to pick things that work for you. What I want most for women everywhere is to stop playing small and step into your unique power so you can finally show up as the fullest, biggest, and truest version of you. But that requires that you first get crystal clear about who you are and then let go of everything that you're not. I'm here to teach you how to know yourself, trust yourself, and honor yourself so you can create a deeply aligned, deeply empowered, and deeply inspiring life. You know, the one you were actually sent here to have. Come on, let me show you how. Somebody asked me how to find your own voice. What is the sound of your own voice sound like? How do you find it? How do you know it? And so as I am hiking on this beautiful Monday morning, really beautiful weather. Sun is shining on my face, not a cloud in the sky. I am out in a nature preserve. And I've just been kind of thinking about that question. Okay, how do I explain that to somebody? And so one of the first things that came to me, as with everything, it starts with self-awareness. And you have to forgive me because I'm going over rocks and little hills and things. So my breathing might get a little loud. (laughs) But um, so the first thing it starts with is self-awareness. And what that means is just literally constantly reminding yourself of what you're doing. Self-awareness is kind of, it looks like different things, but in this situation, it is reminding yourself of your why, just becoming aware that, okay, what I'm supposed to be doing, what I'm wanting to do right now, desiring to do is to find my voice, to know what that sounds like. So the first thing is making sure that you are keeping like your objective, if you want to call it that, it sounds very scientific, your objective, your desire, that you're keeping that in mind. And then The second step I would say is slowing down because what happens is as we grow up, there is no way for you to be in this world and to not be socialized, to avoid some kind of socialization. Even if you are in an indigenous community, in a tribe, there is still socialization of the tribe. So you can't, ow, ow, I just stubbed my toe. You can't avoid that at all. But you'll have to slow down because when you've been socialized years and years and years, that becomes your automatic response or what I like to call your default. Your default response is the thing you automatically turn to, the thing you 
oh, when somebody says this, I shut down. When somebody does this, I'll, I say that. When somebody does this, I always do that. So you are trying to become aware of what your deep default response is because when your body takes in input, especially when it's old and consistent input, it tends to move through that very, very quickly. So it just quickly goes through its automatic response. It's kind of like if you say you're going to the grocery store, your mind can be on something else, but your body will pull out, push the garage door. Well, it's going to push the garage door open before it pulls out, but, you know, get in the car, turn it on, open the garage door, back out, close the garage door, drive off, go to the store the way you normally go. All of that is happening without really any conscious thought on your part. It's just happening because you've done that same thing millions of times. So you want to slow down and you want to become aware and you want to slow down so you can pay attention to what's happening because one of the things you're going to have to do is kind of constantly stop and ask yourself, am I doing this because I should or because I think I have to or am I doing this because I want to? And that is what's going to help you start to hone in on, it's a little more steep and more active, it's like a little course over here than I remember. Um, but that's what's going to help you hone in on what your voice sounds like. Because your voice is just really, let's even kind of demystify that. At the end of the day... Your voice is just really the call of your soul and how that comes out, how that shows up in many different ways. And so there are other people on the trail way farther ahead, but they're loud as shit. Um, One of the ways that shows up is knowing that, uh uh-oh, oh no, they're not crossing me. You know, we're in. COVID time and I don't have a mask when I'm out in the woods because I'm always alone. So I had to double check. But anyway, so one of the ways that shows up a really important way is also in your body. And so this is one of the things that I always say, I have a bone to pick with these people who say, you change your thoughts, you'll change your life. Yeah, that's true, but that's not where everything actually starts. That is one way to change, expand, get a different experience. Uh Uh-oh. I got to walk on some rocks here. Hold on. That's one way to get a different experience. But the reality is it doesn't just come from transforming and changing. is isn't really about your thoughts. It's about paying attention to what's happening in your body. Because your body is processing stimulus Your body is what's sending feeling to your brain and your brain is doing the interpreting of that. So it's paying attention to where your body is clenching, where your hands are clenching up, where your shoulders are getting tight, where you feel very relaxed Um, and paying attention to that before your body sends that information to your brain and then your brain starts to tell whatever story it's been telling for the last 25, 30, 50, 60 years. So you want to catch that. So when you're thinking about what your voice sounds like, that's one of the things. What is the the feedback and the data that my body is giving me? 
I've been doing these things. Is this something that I really want to do? Is this something that brings me joy? Do I really love going back to Alabama or, you know, someplace in, I don't know, Minnesota for Christmas or Thanksgiving? Or am I actually wanting to do something else, you know? Am I actually wanting to go to a small cabin in Vermont, but I don't feel like I can because my family's going to be upset or that's what I'm expected to do? That is where your voice is showing up. There is what you've been socialized to do, but you feel your body tightening around that. It doesn't feel expansive. It doesn't feel joyful. It doesn't feel fun. It doesn't feel like you being in alignment for some deeper value or deeper reason. And so that would be the third step, paying attention to your body. You're slowing down so you can pay attention to what's happening in your mind, what's happening in your body. And then there is no, you know, keep in mind when you start talking about personal development work, personal work, um, self-expansion, spirituality, all of these things that happen on the inside that there's really not a textbook or a science or a rule book to, you don't do this in a weekend. You can take the course in a weekend. <laughs> You can take the two-hour workshop, you can read the book in a couple of days, but the transformation is going to happen over time. And there is something, oh, there's so many bird sounds out here. I love it. There is something that I always love to say, which is there's a difference between theoretically knowing something and then actually putting what you know into practice. And too many of us because we live in this day and age where there's so much access to information. You've got the internet, all kind of books. You can watch YouTube. You're getting news and shit from Instagram. I mean, you can get information from any, any, anywhere and everywhere. And that's really great. But the flip side of that is just because you know it doesn't mean it's integrated. There's a difference between knowledge and wisdom. Wisdom is what you know in your body. Wisdom is what you know from your lived experience. Don't just tell me what you think. Tell me what you know. This is why I'm always correcting myself. It's just a, a habit. So you've heard it at other podcasts where I'll say like, oh, I think that. And then I stop and I correct myself. And it's like, no, I know. Yeah, I do that intentionally because I always say I'm not telling you shit that I think. I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you what I've lived. I'm telling you what I've experienced. I'm telling you what I have had to do with my own life. I'm not pulling this shit out of my ass. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. And so there is a difference between, um, yeah, making sure that you are giving yourself time to not just take the class, write down the little prompts in your, you know, slick little, your little, your little workbook, and then go back home, put it on your shelf, and get back to your everyday life. It's like, stop, pause. If we were watching a video of your life, that's the place where I would take the Apple TV remote or I was going to say VCR. I don't know if people still use VCRs, but my mom does. So we'll go with like your VCR remote or whatever it is and pause it because that right there is not going to be enough. You can't keep taking in the information, soaking it all in, but then not doing anything with what you know. And it's why I always say, you know, when people talk about their values, when they talk about what's important, when they talk about the kind of life they want to live, when they talk about their dreams and goals and desires, and but it's particularly values and the things that are important to them. I want to be able to look at your life and see the evidence of that. I don't want to be looking through your life or hearing your stories or hearing about 
you know, how you work and how you move. And then you keep giving me caveats about why you weren't able to do this. And well, you couldn't do it. But then when you get a lot of money, you're going to give to your alma mater. And then when you get a a lot of money, you're going to go and give back to people who were in food insecurity because that's how you grew up. But when you get a lot of money, no, I want to see where the fuck you're doing it now. Right now with what you have, it's why I'm so, so big. And I mean, this has been, it's been a transformation that I've taken myself through of like, you know, I always say there's a way that I personify God in my own mind and when I'm talking to people. And so I always say, of course, God speaks to us the way we speak to ourselves. So because I, because I curse, um, uh, that's the way God speaks to me or God speaks to me like kind of with a certain tone. And it's like, no, bitch, I want to see you do it right now. I want to see you do it now. I want to see you do it when you have $20. I want to see you, I don't care if it's, it's less about whether it's cans of tuna or whether it's a box of um, pasta or whether it's a loaf of bread. It's not about what the thing is. I want to see your energy and intention behind it. Stop telling me about what you're going to do down the line in some future place when you don't even know if you're going to be living tomorrow. Tell me what the fuck you're doing right now. And so... That is what we have to do, you know, when you're taking the classes, when you're reading the books, when you're synthesizing, like when you are drinking in the information, how are you going back and synthesizing it? I mean, because the reality is when you start talking about personal development and spirituality and prayer and unfolding and soul's calling and all those things, the actual quote unquote techniques, if you want to call them, are really very simple. It's not fucking rocket science. It's just, it's not flashy. It's not sexy. It's not, you know, mind-blowing. There's not a fucking secret knock and a secret. Oh, my God, there's a deer. There's not a... And it has antlers on it. That scared the shit. For a minute, I thought it was a bear. Uh-oh, now it sees me. For a minute, I thought it was a bear. So it's far away, but I'm like, is it going to charge at me? Um, then I was thinking, what am I going to do if I see a bear? But the reality is uh, you live in Atlanta. Calm down. Um, you're not like that far out that it would be a bear um but I lost my train of thought now um what Jesus I lost my train of thought um I gotta stop looking at it because it's staring at me now and it's throwing me off what are you going to oh that all of these techniques are actually really quite simple there's nothing sexy about it it really is just a wash rinse repeat you got to do it Again and again and again. I mean, even something as simple as, oh, it's walking off. Even something as simple as like grounding. And I thought about that when I first started walking out here and was writing about it last night. Like, what are you doing every day for your pleasure? Pleasure is not, that's not a reward. It's not a treat. It's not something you do after you've worked 60 hours. It's not something you give yourself. It's not a gift that you give yourself after you've, you know, pushed yourself to the brink of exhaustion with your kids or with your job or with your moving or whatever. That's not what this is. It's a way that you should be living and breathing and soaking in every single moment of your life. This, this, It's not an afterthought. It's not something we do when we've hit the boxes. And so it's a very good example of like, how are you living that now? How are you doing it now? Pleasure is not in November when you get to go to the Maldives. <laughs> that, that's not what that, if that's what you were doing and that's how you're living your life and you're living your life from vacation to vacation that happens every 16 months, 
yeah, you're out of alignment. That's not how this thing works. It really is. How do you, you know, integrate being a living, breathing soul? How do you integrate that voice into the everydayness of your life? It's not something on the periphery. We have to separate, you know, am I doing this thing because I think I should be doing it? I had to catch myself with that, you know, just last night and posting something on Instagram and the photo that I, I, I didn't, because I didn't ask myself the question in the moment, I didn't catch this, but I posted something on Instagram and didn't realize until later, yeah, you used that photo because you thought you should. You didn't ask yourself the question you needed to ask, which is, for me, it's just a great kind of uh, self-reflection question and a great question for me to like bring myself back to my own soul, my own voice, whatever you want to call it. And it is like, wait, are you doing this because you think you should be doing this? Or are you doing this because you actually truly want to do this? Okay, so, you know, and I'm realizing this morning, oh, you use that photo because, you know, people said that you should use this kind of photo because it means this and you should have this pose because it means this. Okay, that's not what I'm here to be doing. That means that I'm out of alignment. It's not about right or wrong. It's about what is aligned to my own voice, my beliefs, my value system, who I want to be, how I want to show up. That's not how I want to be living. And so that is the way that you start to mine through your data, that you start to check yourself, that you get clear about, okay, whose voice am I following? Because that really is the question. When you talk about, you know, how do I learn what my voice sounds like? How do I follow my voice? You're always following a voice, always. So the goal is to make sure that you are following your voice. So then the question becomes like, wait, what voice do I hear? And they say this a lot about um, criticisms. You know, when you're hearing, when there's a tape in your brain playing and it's being critical of you and you're like, oh, I'm so stupid. Oh, I shouldn't have done this. Oh, this was ugly. Oh, I did it. Uh, Generally, it's not your own voice. You are hearing the voice of a parent. You're hearing the voice of a caretaker. You're hearing the voice of any number of people who, over the course of your life, have criticized you, critiqued you, told you that how you were doing it is wrong, told you you should be doing it another way, all those kind of things. So, you know, finding your voice, tapping into your soul, figuring out who that is, what it sounds like, is really in a lot of ways about first making sure you're clear about who it is not. But again, all of this kind of happens at one time. So I said, your first step, it's some self-awareness, being clear, reminding yourself about what you're doing. Like, hey, I'm trying to cut through. Does this belong to me or does this belong to somebody else? Am I wearing my clothes or am I wearing the clothes that somebody else gave me to wear that don't even fit? Because a lot of times it takes a while for us to realize that You've been being a persona and, you know, I love the analogy of like trying on clothes and wearing things that don't even actually belong to you, but you've spent years and years like rolling up the sleeves, rolling up the hem, putting on a belt, you know, wearing higher heels so they don't drag on the ground. Like we tend to take on personas and personalities that don't actually fit us. And again, because that's kind of just what happens for most people in socialization, We start adapting to how to make ill-fitting things work instead of just dropping it and being like, why don't you just go to the store and get the clothes that fit you? You don't have to do this anymore. Yes, maybe you had to 
at 7. Maybe you had to at 12. Maybe you had to at 17. But at this point, you are on your own. You're an adult. You're making your own decisions. You are fully capable and involved in directing your life. Stop doing the old things just because you've been doing the old things. It's time for you to pick things that work for you. But again, the only way for you to be able to do that is to get clear about what actually works and what doesn't work, to get clear about what belongs to you and what doesn't belong to you. And so, you know, like I said, one of the great ways is listening to the tapes that are running through your mind. Are you telling yourself should is such a great word to be on the lookout for? Are you telling yourself that you should do this? You should do this thing? Or are you, yeah, we're not an or, but are you telling yourself that you should do something? And then are you paying attention to what is actually going on in your body? You get body feedback so quickly. It literally, it's nothing that you can control. Your body will involuntarily do things, you know, whether you're scared, your muscles are going to tighten up. You get hit in a car accident, your muscles, like your body does its own thing. And so that is why the conditioned brain has to slow down to pay attention to what's happening in your body. Do I wake up every morning, you know, when I go into the office, is there a knot in my stomach? When they tell me that I have to go talk to, you know, the boss or I have to go do a project with Sheila, you know, do I get tense? Okay, then you have to start being who I used to love, my favorite character that I used to love, Inspector Gadget. You have to start being an Inspector Gadget on yourself and start like, okay, what is this about? And continuously asking yourself the questions of why, like, oh, I don't like her. Why? Oh, because da, da, da. Why? Why, why, why? Until you get down to that root thing. And that might be like, yeah, because you're so like, there's so much criticism and critique every time I go in there, you know, or maybe you stole an idea and passed it off. You know, I gave you an idea. We talked about something as a group and you passed it off as your own or, you know, I never feel recognized and acknowledged on this team. Okay. All of that is really great. So there is data. And then when we have data in our lap, the data asks us to do something about what we know. This is getting a little further ahead. I think I just want to give you the 101. So before we even get to 102 or 201, I will stop here. But yeah, listening to your voice. I think I'm actually going to do, ow, a masterclass on this too. I love being out here and I love knowing that when you guys get to hear this podcast, you will hear all the sounds of the little babbling brook and all the different birds that are out here. And because there's a million kind, I know. This is a side note, just jumping jumping into something else. One of the reasons I also, number one, I do love being in nature. I love the sun, even though I do it on cloudy and rainy days too. But I also love the sound of the birds because it reminds me so much of Morocco. And yes, there are birds everywhere. But being in the Riyadh, they have a grapefruit tree right in the courtyard and that thing will be so heavy with fruit and there are always birds there and sometimes they start really really early and so when I'm there you know when I'm staying in the Riyadh sometimes I'm like oh my god if they don't shut the fuck up already but I always have to remind myself like they're just living their life they're being themselves they're living their life but the sound is so loud and clear that it just always makes me think about Morocco and so even today like looking up and the Sun is shining. I mean, it's still cold, but there's not a cloud in the sky. But all, listen to that. All of this just reminds me of being in Morocco. So it's cool to be taking what I thought was going to be a voice memo for myself. And that now I know this is going to end up just being a podcast episode. 
But I digress. Let's get back to the point. So yes, just for the 101 kind of information about, you know, how to find your voice, how to be yourself, those are really the very, very, very basics. Now, yes, there are kind of subheadings, subtitles underneath that, but that's what the work requires. Get clear about what belongs to me. Very, very simply, get clear about what belongs to me and what doesn't belong to me. What am I you know, where am I trying to force myself into boxes and where am I actually expanding and evolving? Because I can assure you that if you are having a problem finding your own voice, that is because you need to do a lot of deconditioning, which is to let go of all the ways that you've been socialized and conditioned to be. It's going to take, and deconditioning just takes time. Again, there's no weekend deconditioning class. The only way we can wipe your brain free is to go in and give you a lobotomy, which I'm pretty sure that you don't want to do. So because we'll be wiping everything out if that's the case. So yeah, that's the nature preserve hike, Monday morning, however long this is, 20 minute um, download on how to find your voice. So hope you guys love this episode and I will see you again soon.